Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of a Man United Fan Podcast. My name is Paul. On today's show, I'll be talking about last night's Champions League game between Man United and Villarreal. Finally, Ole was able to, you know, end the losing run and we're able to uh, get a late victory against Villarreal. It was a hard-fought victory and to be honest, Mary deserved nothing out of that game. I'll be talking in-depth about the game right after this. Don't go anywhere. Alright, welcome back to the show. Alright, so... First and foremost, I would like to talk about the game overall. Man um, United did not deserve to win that game. I think, again, Ole is trusting his best players to dig him out of a hole. And that's what happened yesterday. Yesterday, Villarreal were the, clearly the better side, just like many things have been. Um since the beginning of the season, Villa were the better side at Old Trafford and young boys, uh, well, because of Ole's approach, you know, in the second half especially, were the better team and deserved to win. And we deservedly lost. West Ham, when they came to Old Trafford in the Carabao Cup last week, again, the same thing. They well, I wouldn't say they were the better side, uh, but they they did what they had to do. Most teams, if you look at the way Villarreal played yesterday, most teams have figured out Manchester United. I keep saying this time and time again. Most teams have figured out Man U. Stay compact, press the team, press the defense, press the defensive midfield, and stay compact when you are not in possession. My United struggle when I guess a look block. The only thing I the only hope I see from my United against the big boys, especially when we play teams like Manchester City or Liverpool, is that these teams will attack. But I don't I I I, I won't be surprised if we get a victory against Liverpool or City away from home or at Old Trafford because of the way they play. But Chelsea, Arsenal, maybe Spurs, if they're, they're having a good day, and Leicester will figure out how United play and do exactly what teams have been doing. They will press the defence and especially the defensive midfield. If Ole chooses to play McTominay and Fred, then stay compact off the ball. Yesterday, Villarreal... When they, were, they didn't have possession, they pressed with two of their front, but they go to a 4-4-2 formation and press. And when United are in possession, switch to a four banks of four, defending and protecting their goal. And my United struggled to get, create chances, you know. We struggled to create chances and, you know, make attempts on goal. United first shot on targets, was from Pogba in the, I think, 36 minutes, 
from an acute angle. That shows you how terrible we were. We were terrible. We were poor going forward. Um, defensively, we were open. Again, McTominay is not a defensive midfielder, but he was he was asked to play that role. And the moment Villarreal counter-attack, we were wide open. Diego Dalot was always missing, or often he went missing. He was out of position from his role. And Dijuma was having a field day, you know, tormenting Lindelof and all that. And Villarreal, if they were a more clinical side, they would have defeated Man United yesterday by at least three to four clear goals. And even though for David De Gea, who was outstanding, De Gea, thumbs up to you. You were excellent yesterday. You were excellent. You are back to your very best. We have seen the old David De Gea. Long may it continue, my friend. Boy, I think that was it. The performance yesterday, yes, we got the victory. We needed that victory anyhow it came. But let's not be under any illusions. We are not out of the woods yet. Things will get terrible as long as Ole is manager. I'm sorry to say, he doesn't know what he's doing. And the team right now has suffered a dip in form. You know, there is no... I think he is struggling to blend in some of the new players he has gotten. I can assure you, if Ole reverts to last season's lineup, you will see probably a better team. But because you can't bring Varane Sancho and Ronaldo in and begin to bench them. It's not possible. And if you can't bench Varane and Sancho, it's not, I mean, Varane and Ronaldo, it's impossible. You can get away with benching Sancho for a while, for a bit, because of his adapting. You can't bench those other two. And it's not like those other two have been having a poor game. They've not been having poor games. It's just that the midfield has been poor. And it's the same midfield that we are used to. So, again, what is the problem? It's, it's shameful that Ole decided not to sign a defensive midfielder, really. It's uh, mind-boggling. He should have signed a defensive midfielder. Matic, when, we, when he came in, you could see the difference in when Matic came in. He was excellent. He was excellent. Matic, when he came on, and even Cavani, you could see what he could bring. Cavani, of course, is younger than Ronaldo. And, you know, really, he didn't... He really put some pressure on the Villarreal defensive rear guard by pressing and giving him no time to hold on to the ball for so long. Ronaldo can't do that anymore because of his age, obviously. He has to conserve his energy for moments like he did when he scored the winning goal for Manchester United. Okay, so it's a conundrum that we are in. But, well, there's nothing we can do. You can't have the best player in the world and bench him. And the other option was to let him go to Manchester City, which was unthinkable. So United are in a conundrum, you know, at the moment, really. They're in a big conundrum. And that is not factoring the fact that Rashford is on his way back to full fitness. I expect that probably after the international break, we will see Rashford in the in the team and that will be big problems for Ole. Ole has demonstrated that he cannot 
well, let's just say, let me don't write him off completely yet. But so far, he is struggling to get the best out of his array of attacking talent. Villarreal, with the better side, uh, should have won. But the Gia saved our blushes, made at least five world-class saves yesterday. Excellent saves. The defense keep, get, keep getting exposed on the break and, you know, even not without, even when Villarreal were having possession, it wasn't a rear guard action that kept you, that you had confidence in. It was that bad. The team's performance overall was poor. A very poor minded performance yesterday. We got built out by Cristiano Ronaldo and a moment of magic from Alex Teres. Again, United depending on moments, which is not sustainable. Moments like this is good in the one-off games or in the right days whereby you are struggling. Maybe you don't have a good game, you are having a poor game, you know, mitigating factors. But not when you can't do this consistently. As far as I'm concerned, after the Leeds game, and maybe to an extent the Newcastle game, we've been living on moments, and there have not been many. We've lost... Games, three games after that Newcastle game, we lost three games already. And yesterday could have been the fourth game, and the pressure would have racked up because I don't think Ole would have been able to recover from another defeat. I don't think United would have been able to make it through if we had lost that game yesterday. So let's hope that um, um, we're able to our form improves and only is able to get some cohesion into this team, the transitions and all that. Yes, we lost out to we lost some of our key players in defense. Basically it was a new defense line. Um no Wambisaka, he was suspended. No Luxor was injured. No Maguire he was injured. And Varan is in is a new signing. So Oli Lindelof is the established defender in that defense. So we're playing with essentially a new defensive line. And they got exposed, really, for for long periods, which is not good enough. So um, individually, uh, the players, David Dijia was excellent. He was magnificent. Um, we've, I don't have enough adjectives to describe his performance really he was was just great last night and I think Ole should after this game if he had any hopes of rotating with him and uh, Dean Henderson you know he should just put it at, put it to rest Dean Henderson will have his chance in the FA Cup and uh, maybe if we see cure Champions League qualification before the last game you know the Carabao could have given him a good run, but obviously the second string is weak. Then Teles was, um, again, he struggled um, to get into the game in the first half. Um, he was, expo- well, he, one or, twi- one or two occasions he was, you know, lax defensively. I think his strength is going forward. And I could tell from the ex- excellent goal he scored. Um, Bruno's free kick. Obviously, they had worked on this in training. And Teles, magnificent shot. Uh, 
great technique, excellent goal. One of the best you will see throughout the Champions League, you know. So great goal from Tellers, great going forward. But he needs to improve in his delivery as well. And he needs to work on his defensive duties, really. Um, Varane, he had a decent game. He made one mistake that Paco Alcázar should have converted or made him pay in the first half. But Alcázar shot wide. So, But other than that, he did okay. He did decently well. He was very good, actually, I have to say. If I were to rate him, I would give him a... a 6.5 over 10, really. He didn't do too badly, except from that slip, that momentary lapse of concentration, which probably was because uh, Paco shoved him a bit in the back and he failed to control the ball. And uh, Lindelof, yeah, he did okay. Um, he didn't really do anything terrible. He made some good passes. Lindelof was decent. Again, we've always complained that Lindelof and Maguire doesn't work very well for Man United. But Maguire or any other person, or Lindelof or any other person, would do good. And that's what we are seeing. I think Lindelof had a decent game. He didn't put any foot wrong that I can recall. So, thumbs up to Lindelof. Um, Diogo Dalot, I think, was the worst of all defenders yesterday. Yes, when it was two versus one, he did very well and held on to the line, you know, to the last one till Paco overheat the pass when Villarreal had the counter attack from a corner kick we had. So that was, to me, was his best showing. And for that, um, although I don't think we have any other options, we saw Brandon Williams and all that. So not so rather, we've loaned out Brandon Williams. But any other thing he did was poor. He overheat his crosses and maybe that is because of he has not been playing too many games. So he has been overheating them. But yesterday he had a poor game. Hopefully um I guess Atalanta he will have a better game and stop overheating his crosses. Um, the other fullback that we have personally if I was Ole I would have sold him Brandon Williams made some money and go for Desert Dumfries as our number one starting right back and make Aaron Wan-Bissaka a backup fullback. You know, that's what I would have done if I was the manager. But I think United is obsessed with protecting English talent at the club and not allowing some players to threaten their positions. And probably that's why we got Alex Telles. Alex Telles was supposed to be a backup, but uh, Luke Shaw used his his arrival to ginger his um, his um, career back and his form back. Wan Bisaka so far still looks unthreatened, and maybe that's why he's still complacent. So, but that lot was um, poor yesterday. Really, I won't say more than that. Um, moving on. In the midfield, McTominay, I think, had a poor game. I didn't see what defensive um, role he was really doing. He was not making any tackles. He wasn't. Cut. I didn't see him making too many tackles. I never didn't see him make cutting, you know, intercepting passes or winning balls, winning from the. I I didn't see anything from McTominay. No incisive passes going forward. So really. Um, 
maybe it's because of the injury, the surgery he had has hampered his form. Maybe he will pick his form later. But McTominay is not a defensive midfielder. He's been played in that role by Ole, but he isn't doing that job very well. And he's the compromise between playing Matic or playing a McFred, you know. There will be problems when Rashford returns, definitely. There will be selection headaches we'll be having. Only we'll have serious selection headaches, I, I can assure you. Then Pogba, again, they have a very great game. He he delays too much of the balls and loses possession easily when he's closed down. And that was what was happening yesterday. He was closed down often whenever he had the ball. And... Yes, he had one or two shots, but he he didn't have his best game. He has been poor compared to his high standards. So Pogba didn't have a very good game. Bruno had a much better game than Pogba, to be said. He was involved in Teles' goals. He was doing all he could. He was energetic. He was a captain. He did great Bruno Fernandes. He was outstanding for a large extent of the game. Kudos to him. Um, you can see the leadership qualities he is, he has, and you can see how desperate he wants to win. And these are the players we need at this club, talented players who want to win. Like, that is really what we need. And um, more power to elbow, Bruno, more power to elbow. Ronaldo, he was great. He scored the winning goal. And, well, was he great? He was great because he scored the winning goal. But for most of the game, he was poor. If I was a coach, I'd have been tempted to remove him. And many clamored for his removal, but Ole gambled and kept him home and he got the winning goal. Fair enough, he worked out for Ole, but there's a reason why we we have strength in depth. And he should have been able to play others uh, who would have done better overall than Ronaldo. Ronaldo wasn't having his best game and we were struggling anyway to break down Villarreal and you know Ronaldo didn't have too many chances to pounce on to be fair. He was in the graveyard shift again and United have problems because we are playing Pogba now and Bruno yet we are still struggling to create chances and that means there's something wrong in the way we set up the team or in the movement of players off the ball. They're not creating opportunity for players to, you know, pick runs, you know. After we equalized, we started creating chances. We There was a new spring in our step. But, um, again, United struggled to control and uh, maintain position on a constant basis and force Villarreal backwards. Villarreal um, created chances at will. They were creating chances at will, and if they had they were more clinical again, they would have made us pay. Better teams will make us pay. You imagine playing like this against a team like Bayern Munich. Really, no, I can't even think. I can't even think about that. Anyways, moving on. Sancho again. He had a decent first half, a non-existent second half, and was rightly chalked off. Um, Sancho, I don't know what the problem is, but he needs to get his act together. Yes, we need to be patient with him, but I wonder how many opportunities we'll be getting 
by international returns, which is imminent from all indications. So he needs to step up Sancho really and fast. Um, Greenwood he had a poor first half, had a better second half, and you know he did okay for a while. Had one or two good crosses. Villarreal did not allow him to shoot. Um, from dangerous uh, angles, except for once, he had one dangerous cross that um, they were able to snuff out. But Villarreal already knows Greenwood's technique of shooting from tight angles, and he didn't allow him opportunities to shoot. So the subs that came on, Fred, he was involved in the goal. Cavani was involved in the goal. Lingard was in- very much involved in the goal. And match he made the side look better, you know. So the subs were good, but they came a bit late. By the time United made their first two substitutions, Villarreal had already made all the substitutions. And Ole, again, he doesn't like changing it up once he feels he has his best thing. If it's not going well for you, you mix it up. Imagine if um, Matic had come on much earlier in the game, you know. At the end of the game, Pogba was uh, sulking and only had to try to make him feel good and pat him. He is pampering these guys. Substitution is, substituting players is part and parcel of the game. If you're not doing well, you get chucked off. There are players on the bench who are not playing and they deserve the running too. We didn't see Marshall. We didn't see Van der Beek. We didn't see Mata. We didn't see some of these players. And we had the opportunity of making five substitutions, but only is only interested in keeping his um, favorite players happy. He needs to become ruthless, and I don't think keep holding, uh, trying to please his favorites to the detriment of people who who also equally deserve opportunities and are actually good enough to change the game is. To me, counterproductive. That's the best way I'll put it, really. All it needs to be bold. And as long as results like this keep coming out, he won't be. That's the sad part of it. So make no mistake, my United fans, we, just, we, we got away with one yesterday. And I hope our form will improve in all competitions, really because we have been poor, to say the least, in these last couple of games. And yesterday was a lucky win. Probably if it was away from home, we would have lost or drawn that game. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate you all for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I'll see you after the game with Everton this weekend. Thank you. Have a great weekend ahead. Bye.